Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. Today I am recording horizontally (laughs) in my desire to do everything right I've thrown my back out at the gym let this be a lesson kids don't try and keep up with the trainer pay attention to your body but I am currently horizontal doing everything I can to make sure I can still bring my episodes to you uh rest and recuperation is very much the order of the day so As we're getting deep into cosy season now in the UK, I wanted to talk about something that I personally think is really, really important to be aware of and might be something that you've heard of and maybe not even really considered it for yourself or anything along those lines. And that is SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. This is where, when cosy season and dark mornings and nights draw in, a lot of people can feel like they're in a big old funk and have no idea why. So what is SAD and how can we deal with it? So please bear in mind, I'm not talking here as a medical professional, but from my own experience and understanding of what boosts moods. So as always, please do your own research and talk to your GP if you have any worries or concerns. So seasonal affective disorder, otherwise known as the winter blues or SAD, is essentially a type of depression and low mood that is affected by the seasons and the changes in daylight hours. A lot of experts think it's very much linked to our circadian rhythm. And according to the NHS, over 2 million people suffer with it in the UK alone, and that is growing at a steady rate. It can leave you feeling withdrawn and unmotivated, like you don't want to do anything, go anywhere or see anyone. It can be harder to stick to your routines. You might feel like you need to sleep more and crave and comfort eat those carbs more. Like you feel lethargic, general low energy, low sex drive, increased anxiety, all of the fun things, right? It often leads to us doing more of the very things that we know don't make us feel good and less of the things that do. So you can get into a little bit of a vicious cycle with it all. And the biggest thing is you're beating yourself up for it at the same time. So none of this is pleasant all round, right? 
So the reason I wanted to highlight it is because you might be sitting there wondering what the hell is wrong and why you're feeling the way you're feeling and beating yourself up for it when you might not be able to put a finger on a real reason, especially considering it was so sunny and glorious, literally what feels like literally a week ago, right? So it's been a very, very sudden shift in the seasons and daylight as well. So we don't want you sitting there thinking that because it really doesn't have to be that way. My firm, firm belief is that often an understanding or psychoeducation of where these kind of thoughts and feelings are coming from and what's really happening in your brain and body, you know, attributing it for a reason, there can, it can really dissipate the control and effect that these thoughts and feelings can have. And you know, I'm all about that sweet, sweet awareness for good reason. It's not all doom and gloom though. There are lots of things that you can do to ease it and take back some of the control for yourself. So you will not be surprised that the first thing I want to talk about, funnily enough, self-care is even more important in these seasons if you're struggling with sad. Consciously making sure you're catching yourself in the moments where you're about to do something that you know makes you feel worse and consciously doing more of the things that make you feel good right? So first of all, you need the awareness around those two things. What do you do that you know makes you feel worse? Write it in a list, grab your journal. And what do you know makes you feel good, right? So I think of it as bubble bath season. And I know bubble baths are absolutely cliche when it comes to talking about self-care, but they really are my thing. (laughs) Put me in a bath or a hot tub and I am happy as Larry. Calm, zen, at peace, doing my breathing exercises. You will not see me for at least two hours and trust me when I say I'm using all the fancy oils and products. It's just my thing. It's cliche, I get it. It's not for everyone, but it's 100% my thing. If I ever feel a little bit low, and it's, it's this kind of season, I will 100% be in that bubble bath in the evening. Exercise dun, 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 is always going to be a winner when it comes to low mood. Movement of any kind within your own capabilities is absolutely fine. Obviously, I'm speaking. Granted, I'm very immobile right now, but I am speaking usually from a very, very privileged position of being able to do um, most things, right? We have... We all have our own limits to work with. So this is harder for certain people, but it's about finding any possible ways around them that you can. And if exercise in its truest form isn't possible for you for whatever reason, it's so worth talking to a professional about what might be possible for you rather than just accepting, well, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. I totally get why that would be an easy route to go down but sometimes there are weird and wonderful things that you can do that you might not know about yet so it's just worth doing a little research around what is possible for you like I'm saying right now uh, you know I haven't been able to go running for many years it's obviously again very privileged because of the arthritis in my knees but I for years told myself that I then couldn't exercise and couldn't go to the gym but actually I'm the most active I've ever been in my life apart from right now where I'm incapacitated temporarily but you see what I'm saying hopefully and the next one up is watching what you eat it's comfort food season and I'm definitely not a subscriber these days to any kind of deprivation and saying one thing is allowed and another is isn't or it's naughty or you shouldn't have something I subscribed to that school of thought for far too long and what I found is shifting the focus to how you feel and how you're fueling your body and what what you know something is doing to your body when you eat certain things really, really helps you make 
better, more conscious choices. For example, I'm not going to have a huge portion of cottage pie. Now I really want some cottage pie. <laughs> I told you, it's cozy season. In the middle of the day, right? When I know I have work to do and I'll likely have a glucose spike and I'll feel lethargic and 10 times worse, right? I might, however, if I'm having a cozy night in in front of the TV or a movie and I'm more than happy to be in a cozy little food coma and nap in front of the TV afterwards, right? It's about choice and agency over your choices. If it's going to make you feel worse and you know it, don't tell yourself you can't have it because that's just going to make you want it more, right? Just choose to have it at a time that is better for you and more in keeping with how you want to feel, right? It's what's good for you. Please don't take these to the extremes. You always feel like you have to caveat these things some days because there'll be somebody out there listening going, well, what about this one thing? Please just behave like a sensible adult and know within your body and what's good for you and bad for you and what is generally out there in the world as good and bad for you, okay? <laughs> Again, not a professional. This is just what has worked for me with a long history of eating and body issues. I refuse to feel shame about what I eat these days, but I also refuse to make myself feel awful with what I eat these days right? Food has a huge impact on mood and we all know it. So it's worth paying attention to how certain foods and drinks make us feel, right? If I'm ever feeling low, I will limit my alcohol intake. I'm not anti or pro anything, but it's about knowing what is good for you and what is going to make you feel worse. And alcohol for me is a surefire way to have anxiety, sleep badly uh, be tired the next day. And it's just no good, right? But you are a sensible adult and you can make these decisions for yourselves. So the next one is a fun one. Take a class or pick a new hobby. So often we can kind of just go about our day-to-day -day lives and not even really think about what we might actually quite enjoy doing that might be a little bit different or outside of the norm. But there is this feeling that you get when you've done something new or created something that you didn't know you could. It's such a pure feeling. It's like joy, accomplishment, all the things wrapped up in a lovely little warm bubble <laughs> of achievement. So get out there and do the things you love. That might be a pottery class. It might be art. It might be, I don't know, Zumba. I don't know. It could be anything. So have a think about what you might actually love to do. And know that you're likely to suck at it. Totally suck at it at first, but that also doesn't even matter because if you love it, right, do it. Plus, there's the added benefits of meeting like-minded people, which is always great. And once I move to my new house, I'm planning on taking up some swing dancing, because why not? If I hate it, never have to do it again. But I might have some serious fun and feel some good vibes in the meantime, right? Which leads me nicely on to be social. Even if that fills you with dread, even if that just looks like messaging or calling a friend from your sofa, if that's all you can muster, it's better than isolating. Isolation usually does nothing but make us feel worse and also pile on guilt for the fact that we haven't replied or reached out to people in a while. So it's just worth bearing this in mind. And again, it's so individual and so nuanced based on you and who you are as a human, what's going to make you feel good and what's going to not make you feel good. So again, this is a huge awareness piece. So it's so worth writing these things down. 
But this is actually something that I do all the time. The moment I actually feel a bit of a desire to isolate myself, if I can feel myself going, oh, I don't want to go out. I don't want to be sociable. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be by myself. I will reach out. And it changes the game every time. It's a massive mood shifter. Now, the next one is important. Try to get as much natural light as possible during the day, right? Obviously, wear your sunscreen. But make sure that you're out in the natural daylight as much as you can. You can also get a sad lamp, which mimics sunlight while you're inside. This is something that I use every single day. And the one I use is from Lumi, L-U-M-I, and available on Amazon. So go have a little look on those. And there's lots of different products within the price range. Um, But I put it straight on first thing in the morning. I do my makeup and get ready in front of it. It makes a huge difference for me especially when you've got the darker mornings. And the next one, embrace the cozies as much as you can, like cozy socks, hot water bottles, blankets, cups of tea, soups, whatever makes you feel like you're having a warm hug and feel supported, game changer. In this time that we're in at the moment, it's horrific to feel that people are going to be cold or not feeling like they can put the heating on. Go check out Martin Lewis's tips for staying cozy because he did a lot of research around certain pieces of equipment so to speak like heated blankets that cost so much less than heating so just do what you can to make make yourself feel warm and cozy because we always feel worse if we're cold and we're shivering so sending a huge amount of love to anyone who's feeling like they're struggling with that at the moment but also charity shops big lover of charity shops, always full of blankets and things like that. So please do whatever means you have available. Just try and do what you can to make sure that you are keeping cozy. And finally, if you're really struggling, do not be afraid to seek professional help, please. Whether that's a form of therapy, coaching, acupuncture or other body work modalities like Reiki or speaking to your GP, the more I study the field of human behavior, the more I'm desperate for people to understand, it makes no logical sense for there to be any shame in seeking help. It's a hugely empowering thing to do. And in all honesty, I believe it's essential for everybody. Everybody. I promise you that the vast, vast majority of the most successful people that you see have multiple sources of help in inverted commas, right? This is because they know needing a little support sometimes is in, in it's always incredibly human. And the best way out of our own automatic responses is to have them reflected back by someone who can see what you can't see. That's how you become the very, very best version of yourself. We're not meant to sit there suffering, thinking we're the only ones to have these feelings. It's so human. And you are not alone by any stretch of the imagination. The more it's out in the open and the more we invite the conversation, the more we reduce shame and stigma. So essentially... The message here is to be conscious. Do what you can do to look after yourself and not beat yourself up. Understand what might be at play here. Try to limit doing the things that you already know make you feel worse, like eating lots of junk that you'll be beating yourself up for and feeling sluggish afterwards or not being active because it's cold, but you know sitting on the sofa all day is going to make you feel worse about yourself too. Limit that stuff. Seek help if you need to. So if you're feeling it a bit at the moment, try doing any of these things and really try to consciously notice any differences in how you feel. Understand it's likely not you, right? You are not always the problem. And I wish you an excellent cozy season.
So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next week. Bye.